while we're both passionate about intersectionality and being inclusive of all experiences, we have a fair amount of privileges and we may and probably will mess up now and then. Please don't hesitate to message us with anything. If you notice anything, if we've said something that maybe doesn't quite resonate with you or doesn't feel correct, then just let us know. Also, magic is such a varied and often personal thing and not everything that we say will work for everyone's practice. So feel free to take what feels right and leave the rest behind. Hi everyone. Hello everyone. And we're back. back. <laughs> <laughs> we had to take a bit of a break. Mm. Uh, a bit of a long break. <laughs> a bit of a long, what, four months or something? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. But it's fine. Shit happens. Mm. You all know the kind of year we're living in. Yeah. 2020. Oh, dear. And I feel like we're only halfway. Oh, that was the easy through. part of 2020. Yeah. The hard part is still yet to come. Oof. That's this winter. So, you know, oh, buck your seatbelts. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, but you know, not not really. Uh, astrologically, that was that was the the easy part. That was the warm up. Oh no! Yeah, I don't like it. Like literally, every other week is like a small extent, like uh, extent or no, a small um, oh existential gosh. crisis. That's the word. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I couldn't think. Um, yeah, like yeah. every single week. Um, this whole year has just been repeating existential crises. Mm. Um, and we actually did record an episode this spring, um, and then that was like a couple of days before George Floyd was murdered mm. by the police, and um, mostly what we recorded was less just ranting about COVID and mm. stuff like that, and just like life update. So we didn't feel like it was really that important. Yeah. So we decided not to not to publish it. It was we didn't feel like it was um just more more white noise. Yes, so. exactly. Uh, yeah, it didn't it didn't feel right mm. to publish that and then it it expired basically yeah. because the social landscape has changed uh, drastically mm. for the better, I think. Mm. Um in many ways, I don't know. I mean, at least so with uh, with all the tourists coming back to Iceland now, um, with Iceland being open again, there were a few like a few weird things around that. And like, did you see this uh, the uh, like uh, initiative that they were doing to sort of try and increase tourism? Some British company had like they put speakers around in the nature. Oh god! And it was like a. I don't know, like scream your feelings out or whatever in Iceland. Yeah, it was like large yellow <laughs> speakers stupid. just distributed around the Icelandic landscape, um, out in nature, like, uh, and you could go onto this website and scream mm. at your laptop your frustrations around COVID, and then they would play that on the speakers. Mm. And it was just so weird and so disrespectful. And just silly. Like, Are they still up? Like, did they keep I think them so. up? I think they're still up, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, think, I think they're mostly, like, that's the only silver lining in it is that they're mostly in the tourist 
spots like they have one at, uh, sort yeah of but Mabel, Icelandic people like, are finally getting the chance yeah, to visit oh those God, yeah. tourist spots like <laughs> for the first time in a few years without being completely swamped by tourists and, um, and I mean those places wind. are finally getting a rest as well yeah. like nature just getting a bit of a rest um, not that I mean the places are full of tourists mostly Icelandic tourists mm. but still uh, yeah, I just it's the weird. Whole, yeah, the whole like, I don't know, like, who, whose brainchild was it, and how did it come about? Like, it's just a random situation, but it's so strange. Yeah, like go and scream at your own nature. <laughs> 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 oh, so there was that. That was silly. Um, people have have been taking COVID like somewhat more seriously here now. Um, yeah. not at my We've work. A, we, but the second wave of COVID basically came to Iceland, what, a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. What, three weeks ago? Mm. Something like that. Um, yeah, just before Pride. So it was yeah. three weeks ago. When we were all, like, um, all of us ready to celebrate Pride and have, like, Yeah, nice, it was, like, like the day before and... the largest festival weekend in Iceland. There's, mm-hmm. like, this one weekend in Iceland that has been um, the festival weekend for, like, decades. Mm-hmm. And, like, everybody goes somewhere, even if you stay in Reykjavik, there's, like, concerts and there's, like, parties happening. And they announced, like, on the Thursday, I think, rather than the Friday, Mm -hmm. they announced on the Thursday that we would be going from uh, gatherings of 500 people, Mm -hmm. which is, like, yeah, you can have a small festival of less than 500 people easily. You can have small concerts, you can have parties. Uh, bars are not allowed to stay open until uh, past 11, but mm-hmm. still. Uh, they went from 500 to 100 on that day. Yeah. And it was just, like, I get it. I'm I'm for it. Um, I think we didn't take it seriously enough. I think 500 people maximum is way too many people in mm-hmm. one place during a pandemic. All of that. I'm for the changes. I just think it's really disrespectful to actually announce it a day before like when, like, notice. when, you know, <laughs> the entertainment industry, the artists who are ready to, like, go and finally perform for people, mm. everything was ready. They had spent so much money on it already. Like, obviously, they were aware that it might happen, but I, I just, it's a slap in the face yeah. of the people who make a living from performing. Mm. Uh, life. I just bumped into Gogo. Uh, yeah. Actually, on the way here, um, famous drag queen of Iceland. Gogo star. Uh, and uh, yeah, I was talking to her. And she was like, "Yeah, like I'm unemployed. I've not been doing anything." So exactly. Like, like you can really do. Sorry. Yeah, the live performances um, online are like, mm. you know. And I mean, yeah, it's good. Like it's good for them to have to still have that, and good for people people at home to still have that to watch. But you know, it's not. Especially mm. for the performer, it's not the same. Like, it really isn't. Definitely not the same joy. And the week, the week after that weekend is Pride, was Pride Week mm. in Iceland, and I honestly like, I was, I mean, I was disappointed in Hinsaintarar in Reykjavik Pride. Um, I've been disappointed in them as organizers for a couple of years now because they've just not been listening to. Um, uh, people like minority groups within the queer society who have been talking about hey could we 
we make things more accessible and we don't just mean having like one place for a wheelchair somewhere in the back you know it's like have places accessible more accessible for people who don't have any money have sliding scale contributions have donation based events etc um pay the artists who are actually performing uh stuff like that and also maybe can we not have the police as part of the parade mm-hmm. like, especially in iceland yeah There's it's, no it's need like, for them. like the police has been like the police has been like literally having a float mm-hmm. in the parade until yeah. last year when they didn't and they last year they were finally asked to keep their distance and they actually um arrested a queer person uh, because the board of Pride Reykjavik were complained about this queer person okay. uh, because they thought they looked she looked suspicious or something like that. Right. Uh, she was arrested at Pride uh, after having been part of the group that was like, hey, can we, uh, can we not have the police as part of this? It's very insensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this year... I I don't understand why literally every single event wasn't already planned as a a live internet event. Yeah. Like why was that not part of the plan? Hmm. Well, because they had the one they had the They were they like, "Oh no, we're we're fine. Roof, we have like 500 the... people can gather and it it will be fine." It's like, "Are you not taking this seriously?" Yeah. Why would you not plan every single event um, like the one, for a the live recording? The thing that we were thrown was like the the thing on on TV. The um, yeah, like, like the the national the national TV station of Iceland did a better job at celebrating Pride Week yeah. than Reykjavik Pride. Yeah. Um, so we had no parade, like most other countries. Um, there was supposed to be like this weird thing like they had already planned for the parade to be like cut up into pieces so like small groups would gather and record it and it would be a live streaming thing it was very unclear um how they were going to do it and um and obviously that didn't actually happen because of the new rules um which i mean i'm i'm glad for but also very sad about but yeah it it was a very weird and disappointing pride week mm. i feel like most of the events during the week could have been recorded yeah and shown but instead it was just like oh in one hour there is going to be a person on instagram live talking about something <laughs> and it was uh, what yeah. <laughs> it was very strange mm. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah, we've got the second wave of COVID in Iceland, which mm. honestly everybody should have been expecting, and somehow it seems 100%. like nobody was. Like it's crazy. Like at work everybody as well. Everybody was so surprised. Yeah, and I don't understand. Like, I mean, there's okay. So at my job now, there's only four of us left on on reception at a hostel. Um, yeah, and it's like it's intense because <laughs> we're all working twelve-hour shifts now, so. Yeah, we're all working an, an extra 28 hours a week, um, which is really not fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, <laughs> like, already there's that. just sounds horrible. Oh, it's vile. Like, I, 
I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Um, but uh, yeah, just the the level of of mis one well, not even misinformation, just just the lack of communication mm-hmm. and the lack of of well, the tourists not getting the right information or the most up-to-date information and it being up to us which you know yeah as like a hostel we're supposed to know the bits and pieces Mm -hmm. and whatever which we do um but uh the amount of tourists who are completely ignoring the rules Mm -hmm. i mean like i'm i'm getting to this point where i have to like shout at people like no i've told you you can't use the bar like you can't you don't have your result yet you can't go to the bar there's Mm -hmm. people everywhere like no one's listening we're keeping tables as far apart as we can which is good but it's still like there's a lot of people um and it's tough and all of the rooms are already at like uh, already like 50 percent capacity which is great but it's just yes it's it's still like sharing rooms with yeah with strangers yeah that's the thing of like we're trying to we're i mean we're essentially putting people into quarantine rooms was like as they arrive Mm -hmm. so that's fine while they're waiting for the results yeah but then that's the thing they get the result and they're like oh we're free to do whatever now and it's like no that's not how viruses work like you've just been tested once at the airport you can still contract it from someone else you you come into contact with on the shuttle bus from the airport um yeah yeah and it's been it's been ridiculous like we've had so we had one guy test positive um Luckily, like, none of us had actually interacted with him, like, super much. Um, mm-hmm. I think only one of our reception. I mean, we're wearing masks and gloves and everything. Like, we're getting a plastic mm-hmm. screen put up. I'm really yeah. happy about that. Well, well um, finally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, finally. That so should have been up ages ago. Yeah, it's a stress. But, uh, yeah, this one guy tested positive and, and he was, was found. But then the guy he was traveling with just sort of disappeared. Oh dear. And it's like tourists are doing this thing, and it's mm-hmm. I've heard it from a few other people that it's not just that kex like people are left like, best friend is testing positive or something, and then like the other person is just disappearing. Mm. Um, so it's like obviously they've just gone off to have their holiday, and like right. when they could have coronavirus, right? So it's a stress, but I don't know. It's just I'm, my Capricornness is like mm-hmm. just follow the rules, please, like just please yeah. follow the rules, and it's. Yeah, it's a stress. Um, and it um, is like, I mean, obviously this sucks to be living through this time of a pandemic. Like it sucks for everyone yeah. and nobody likes wearing a mask and nobody likes having to wear gloves and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. But we have to do it. Mm. Like it's 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 complicated. It's more like um, when it first hit in Iceland, I was wearing like a homemade bandana mask, mm. just like really simple when I was going to the supermarket and stuff, like, nobody was wearing them. And it was, people would look at me like I was wearing a tinfoil hat or something. Um, um, And then I watched a video the other day about, like, how to wear a mask properly. Like, you have to wash it every single day. If you're wearing a reusable mask, you can't touch it with your hands. You have to keep it in a Ziploc bag. You can't put it on the counter or in the car seat next to you or something like that like it's really complicated a lot more complicated than I thought and I was like okay that makes perfect sense I just hadn't even thought about it so now I'm trying to follow those rules yeah it is really complicated but like why the fuck are you traveling and staying at a hostel and like just why just put it on hold mm. for a couple of years. It's so annoying. Like, like I'm obviously like I'm grateful to be employed. Yeah. But it's this thing of like, yeah, great, I have a job. 
but like I'm in like I'm in the firing line. <laughs> yeah. And there's so many people coming. I mean, like, well, okay, so so Denmark, Denmark, Norway, Germany, at the moment, aren't people coming from from those countries aren't being tested anymore, um, because they don't have so many cases. But then, I mean, even now, like within the last week or something, that's changing. Like the Netherlands was on that list, and now it's been taken off. And like, yeah, there's just we been, hardly had any cases. Yeah, and now Iceland is on the red list. And now for we've Norway, got a red list, Latvia, um, like, and that was. Um, those cases were not coming from tourists. That yeah. was Icelandic people returning home from other countries. Mm. Um, so, and it's crazy. If you live here, uh, why travel? I mean, I get why travel abroad in winter. Yeah, but you don't need a holiday to Spain, Italy, yeah. whatever. Like, just drive around Iceland. Like, it's. it's and I get great. it. I get like, it. <laughs> if it's people, if it's like Icelandic people who live abroad and weren't able to return until now or yeah. whatever, but you have to follow the rules. You have to follow yeah. the guidelines. Come back quarantine. Like. Um, and I think, like, I have this theory or this feeling about Icelanders that um, we've gotten so used to, and I'm counting myself in this. We've gotten so used to being like special like oh the rules don't really apply to us we're so different from from europe because i mean in so many ways we are um we're really different from europe in so many ways and we're really different from the us in so many ways and we're kind of like in between the two sort of 50 50 culturally um and like so many of the sort of rules that do go for the rest of Europe don't go for Iceland because you know we're an island and blah 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 and we're so used to being different um that I think a lot of people really believed that we would be different in this way as well Mm -hmm. that Covid wouldn't even come here or you know whatever and we could just like go on business as usual um even though we live on an island isolated in the middle of the sea. Uh, yeah. Not exposed to, like, so many of these other things. Yeah, no, so. exactly. We, are, we aren't. We are But, um, yeah, it, it was really ignorant to mm-hmm. actually assume that this would be different as well. Because, yeah, our main income comes from tourism. Mm-hmm. So, obviously... It's going to affect us. And that's the thing as well, of like the government's push to reopen the country. Yeah. Prematurely. Definitely and, prematurely. And now look. So. Look what happened. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's not fun. But you know, one, one step closer, at least mentally, um, in terms of motivation towards living in the middle of nowhere with a farm. And, <laughs> I mean, not an animal farm, a, a plant farm. Yeah. Um, growing your own food and being as sustainable as you can. So, mm. if anything, I think that's at least one tiny positive to come out of all of this for lots of people having that, that mentality now, or more so from the people I've talked to at least. Yeah. But, yeah. but I think it's also like uh, the second wave coming here has really opened people's eyes. Like, immediately the day after you would see people all around the town wearing masks and Mm. wearing gloves and stuff like that Mm. and it was like okay so people are finally taking it seriously um there's a lot of astrological reasons as well um when the first wave hit uh globally uh i mean mercury was in water signs it was retrograding stuff like that um 
and we've had a lot of retrogrades this summer as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the That's astrological weather has been very, very confusing <laughs> in general. Yeah. Um, and now we're kind of out of that uh, for a while at least. Yeah, Mercury is currently in Leo, really close to the sun. Uh, so the sun is shining on Mercury, which means that communication is a lot better at mm. the moment. Um, and obviously, like, going from Leo into Virgo and then Libra, um, like, okay. that is going to be a lot better in general for communication, for yeah. information to spread more easily. Mm-hmm. I think the world really needs that, like, Virgo mm. organisation. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'm excited for Virgo season. <laughs> I'm excited for Virgo season starting. Uh, and Mars is in Aries as well. That is, like... That's kind of nice. because so that's start an organised and sensible fight. Well, I guess yeah. I, in a way that could be a good time for organizations to band together and, and use that drive mm-hmm. and organization to organize themselves. Yeah. I mean, Moas was in Pisces for a really long time, it seems. Um, and that was just that was just muddy. And with Mercury and Cancer as well, it was just like, ugh. Mm-hmm. It was a very hard time. I got this cute little book and it's called Spellbook of the Good Witch of Pendle um, and it's really cute and it's sort of like a reimagining of what the spellbook of uh, Janet Device uh, who was one of the witches child uh, Pendle mm-hmm. um, would have been like and so it's like a bit of like a bit of historical records um, but also a bit of uh, of what like the typical grimoires of, of witches in that area at that time would have been uh, mm. so really random but interesting things like uh, like I I want a toadstone now mm. so a toadstone uh, if you place a toad on a red cloth he will vomit up a small grey stone uh, which you know is vegan because yeah. the toad is not being exploited um, set this stone in a ring and it will have these virtues it will protect whoever wears it from poison and it will cure the bites and stings of venomous beasts don't know if I want to test it yeah. but I would love a toadstone like yeah. something vomited up by a frog is like so I mean yeah. you you wouldn't get that in Iceland because you yeah. don't have any oh, toads no. but um... me and Linnea have been sending each other so many frog memes recently and I'm completely <laughs> obsessed like I want a frog I <laughs> So for my book, I wanted to talk a little bit about The Book of Tokens by Paul Foster Case. Uh, it's a book on tarot, basically, and it's uh, it was written in 1934. Um, and it's like it's called Meditations on the Tarot, and it's kind of like a large poem cut up into uh, different chapters uh, for each card in the Major Arcana, and it's really, really beautiful. Um, Paul Foster Case was this American occultist who's born in 1884, 
and he was involved with um, Rosicrucianism mostly, but like under influence of Hermeticism and the Order of the Golden Dawn and stuff like that. And the poem on the tarot, like, and his tarot stuff is very um, influenced by Order of the Golden Dawn writings. Um, really interesting story about this book is that apparently it was written as a communication from another um in from some influence like he was sort of uh automatic writing or or something like that where he was channeling someone else uh and this entity or this being uh called themselves master r just the letter r mm. and um paul foster case had been reading like receiving this uh telepathical communication from this being for many, many years when all of a sudden this person just calls him up on the phone mm. <laughs> and it's an actual person yeah. who apparently came and visited him and like <laughs> led him and taught him and stuff like that. It's really interesting. Um, Crazy. But yeah. <laughs> I'd freak out if that was me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's it's a, it's a gorgeous... Thing like I've been going sort of slowly through the tarot um, for the last few weeks, where sort of I take a few days of sort of meditating on on just one tarot card mm. and writing notes as well. Um, and these poems are, I feel like it's a really powerful thing to recite just to sort of get in touch with the card and the history of it. Yeah. They're very, like, they're very hermetic and, like, there's a lot of, like, oh, Israel, the shining city, blah, 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 and, you know, it's... But it's still just very beautiful. So, even if it's not completely secular. Yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> but, yeah, I recommend it. And especially to read it out loud. It's really powerful. Yeah, we also wanted to to talk a little bit about uh, about a lovely little outdoor excursion adventure, yes. spiritual experience that we had. Uh, so we were with Tanya, uh, Tanya Lind, who we interviewed in a previous episode. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and yeah, it was it was a really profound experience. Um, yeah, if you haven't listened to the episode where we have an interview with her, I'd definitely do that. It's uh, I can't remember the number of the episode, mm. but um, <laughs> you can find it easily. We haven't done that many episodes. Um, but she is a channel for the big cosmic vulva. Mm. Uh, not like vagina, but V-O with an umlaut, L-V-A. Yeah. Vulva. Um who is a cosmic entity mm. who knows a lot of secrets. Um, she was the one who tells the story of the Norse gods in the old Icelandic sagas. Mm. And uh, so she sort of, she knows a lot of, a lot of stuff. Mm. And I mean, maybe we won't go into like the personal stuff she said to us, yeah. which was really incredible. Very like, I mean, for me, it was, it was, I haven't really had that many experiences with, 
people channeling spirits. Mm -hmm. But it's always this sort of slap of like, okay, well, well, I've not told anyone this, and now you're telling me this through someone yeah. else. So, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, there have been a lot of, of moments. Yeah, it was like really that. profound, mm. um, incredible experience. Mm. But she did talk to us a, a lot about um, the state of the world, basically, mm. like about um, the pandemic, about the uprisings, about the social changes co mm. uh, connected with Black Lives Matter. Um, all of these huge changes that are happening and just how you know, cosmically, this was um, this was meant to happen mm. at this time. We're ready for it, um, in a way. Yeah. Uh, finally, for this change, and also that it's you know it's not over. It's not even close to over. Yep. <laughs> um, she said that we could expect uh, really difficult times for the next four years at least. Mm. Uh, with both the pandemic and, and the uprisings, the social uprisings. Mm. And climate situation. Climate situation, the environmental mm. issues that we're facing. Iceland's looking to get a bit warmer, so that's... Mm -hmm. Definitely. It'll be interesting to see how that affects things. I mean, we've definitely been experiencing more extreme weather in Iceland for the last few years, yeah. which is really weird. I've been able to grow belladonna here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it's, it's fucking not huge supposed now. to be like, yeah. possible. No. Oh my God. I mean, more extreme in that, like, Iceland has always had a very, like, mild climate. Yeah. Like, that's the definition of the climate in Iceland. It's mm. mild. Like, people are like, oh, it's supposed to be really cold. And you're like, no, it's mm. actually mild all year round. We don't get super get, warm summers. Like, we get, mild. like, 10 kind max. of cool summers and we get really mild winters yeah. like in Reykjavik minus 10 is really weird yeah um and also because of uh, the humidity we it doesn't get that cold really yeah. um but we've been getting a lot more extreme um extreme warmth in the summer and extreme mm. cold in the winter a lot more than usual yeah I mean, that's happening everywhere in Europe. Like, right yeah. now, it's, like, yeah. 36 degrees in so many places in Europe. Like, oh my God. even in the UK, like, that's... It's insane. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, huge, like, ugh, temperature spikes during a pandemic, like, just mm. doesn't really bode very well, so... No, exactly. Yeah. But on the environmental issue as well, I feel like there's a lot of um, similarities in... I mean... It was it was pretty incredible to see the pollution drop when mm. the pandemic first hit because people weren't traveling anymore, mm. mostly because of that, because of tourism, um, like tourism really being a huge uh, influence on the environment. Mm. Who'd have thunk it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but it's also like this... Um, I've been seeing this sort of, like, how society seems to think that we can solve uh, the environmental collapse by individual actions. Yeah. Like, oh, no, like, the two of us recycling our plastic, mm -hmm. that is going to solve it. Like, no, it's not going to solve it. It has mm -hmm. to be, like, a huge, massive societal systemic yeah. change. It's why we need it CEOs to, be, yeah, to actually take needs, action. Yeah, exactly. We need CEOs of big companies because those are the big polluters. 
We need them to take action. Mm. And it's the same um, in many ways with the pandemic. Like, no, one person, uh, you know, taking care with using a mask and whatever. Like, obviously that's going to help, but it's not going to solve the issue. The issue has to be solved by big systemic changes. Um, Access to masks, to testing, Mm. to... Uh, proper cleaning materials um, and to health service as well is what's going to be really, really important. They've stopped testing lots of people in the UK. I know in America they have as well. Yeah. Did you see this interview with Trump? Oh my God, no. I don't don't watch any Trump material. No, I don't blame you. It was just... Uh, But I've heard heard about it and I've seen um, uh, photos of the reactions of the interview. Um, yeah, just because you stop testing doesn't mean that the... <laughs> yeah, it's magically gone. That's what it means. When you stop testing for something, you're not getting the data in, so it just disappears. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. I went to the... Or I attended the uh, Queer Astrologers Conference a few weeks ago, which was amazing. It was all through Zoom, so um, that was really nice. I was just at home, and it was like US time, so it was all in the evenings for me, so (laughs) it was really nice. Um, But yeah, God, it was was incredible. I really recommend it for next year. it's just queer astrology. It was very like uh, it's organized by uh, people of color, and most of the speakers were people of color and um, non male identified nice. uh, for the most part. That's what we need. Um, it was really nice. It was really informative. Uh, there was a lot of like different perspectives and things, and there was so many talks. Um, they were like, it was, was it three days? Um, and it was, I can't remember how many talks there were. I should check that out. But there was so many of them. And then you get access to the recordings as well. Nice. Um, the audio recordings are out, I think. I haven't actually checked them out. But you get access to them like for the rest of the year or something. Nice. And then you can buy them um, separately as well. And I'm also going to another astrology conference this weekend. So it may be over when we publish this. Uh, but that's the Fresh Voices in Astrology nice. conference, uh, which I'm really excited for. So lots of astrology learning yeah, going on for great. me. You need to be our, our oracle supreme. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of, that's one of the nice things to come out of this pandemic. And I mean, I say that with the caveat that obviously nice things to come out of this pandemic are being uh, sort of paid for by the actual deaths of Mm. so many people. And I don't want to diminish that in any way. Uh, This pandemic is a horrible thing Mm. and I think it's really insensitive, especially when spiritual people are like, oh, this is such a good 
like excuse to like do all this spiritual work and blah 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 and you're just like are you serious right now like Like, so many new agey idiots um who don't realize that they are speaking from a place of massive privilege Mm -hmm. The white yoga instructors. Oh my god. They're not all bad. Yeah. <laughs> there are many like a low quality who are, are they were good, but No, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And cacao instructors. Oh my god, don't even like <laughs> That's not. Yeah. The cacao uh, people here, it's a whole situation. Oh, it's such a huge thing and I hate it. Ugh. Um but yeah. I was gonna say one of the nice things that have changed because of the pandemic is access to materials because Mm. so many um i mean i would not have been able to attend an astrology conference for the next five to ten years at the very least because they're usually held in the us uh, which is really expensive to travel to from iceland Mm. Or even if they are in Europe, like traveling to and from Iceland is really expensive. Yeah. Um, and staying somewhere at a hostel or something and, you know, etc., etc. It's something that I just could never afford. Mm. But now that you only have to buy the tickets, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot more affordable. Mm. Um, and you just attend online and you eat your own food at home. That's <laughs> <laughs> really nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and especially for someone with... Uh, uh, social anxiety it's really really nice mm. yeah uh, it's been yeah I, there's so many like well especially like classes from mm-hmm. voices well voices of people of color and just i don't know queer perspectives and just the mm-hmm. less well i mean okay in witchcraft i guess it's in the wider world of witchcraft is there are a lot of white voices um but i don't think it's one of the areas of of subjects of human interest that's been completely taken over what well, i mean mm-hmm. new age stuff a lot yeah. of it yeah um but for people who want to dig deeper and look to to more folk and traditional things mm-hmm. there's a lot of non-white voices getting their time now yeah which i mean that's what we need finally like yeah <laughs> and it's been amazing to see that yeah, it's been really good. And then, I mean, that also comes with its own problems. Like, I've had so many... Um, I mean, I, I've definitely been using so many of those lists of, like, oh, here are some black astrologers or black witches that you can follow uh, on Instagram or whatever. I mean, I, I definitely do choose the ones that I'm actually interested in mm. to follow. But a lot of them have been posting now about, like, hey, I went from, like... 50 followers to a thousand almost overnight Mm. and it's really it's actually really like because of the way that social media works if you're following a massive amount of people and you're not interacting with their posts then they get more lost Mm. like less people will see their posts because people are not interacting like if the majority of their followers are not interacting then um the majority of the followers will not even see their posts Mm. So it's actually more harmful uh, to follow someone that you're not really interested in just because you're like, oh, I need to follow more people of color. Mm, Like, don't do that. Find people that you're actually interested in. And I promise you, there are plenty of them out there.
yeah, we just uh, wanted to do a little bit of a catch-up uh, episode um, and go over some of what we have been doing. Mm. We definitely want to record more now that uh, things have started quieting down a little bit and yeah. now that Mercury isn't so muddled by water mm-hmm. and all the retrogrades etc etc now that we have and I feel like now that I you know I mean hopefully work situation at some point will change for me mm-hmm. um, and now but, that wait you're are you sat in in, in uh, Capricorn uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So now that we're finishing I'm our, everything our in Capricorn, but it's like our, uh, <laughs> we're finishing our Saturn return. Mm-hmm. Finally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that will be nice, I think. Mm. Hopefully, I don't know. Did you feel like while Saturn was in Capricorn this year, time just flowed so slowly? I've been fucking. Mad. It was like treacle, and uh-huh. then as soon as Saturn entered Aquarius for a little bit, because then it retrograded back into um, Capricorn. As soon as it went into Aquarius, time started flowing normally again. Because <laughs> I really Yo. felt that shift. It's this vibe as well of like. I, I I mean, so like at the start of the year as well, I was like, everything is organized and everything has its place. And if mm-hmm. something goes wrong or something goes out, then I just But also it January and lasted and like, for like six months. Yeah. <laughs> January lasted for six months. And then the last and February four for like four. Gone, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, like what, like from April to, to July. Yeah. Like, it's been, done. it's been normal and kind yeah. of fast, <laughs> especially considering that everything has been kind of on, on lockdown, but you know, still. Yeah. Not flowing as quickly as usual, mm. in general. But yeah, so it'll be good to finish that Saturn return. Yeah, and um, uh, hopefully we'll be able to reflect and and come up with some uh, words of wisdom about it. I feel like I can't even post tense. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I feel post tense. Like... That's not a word. Pa- no, past tense. <laughs> oh my god. Post. <laughs> yeah. Post. No, is it post tense? What are you trying to say? <laughs> no, English is my first language. Um, I don't know. Fuck it. Post Saturn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, things will get a bit like bit back on track for us, and mm-hmm. and we'll be able to start putting out more episodes more regularly um yeah it's there's a lot that we want to talk about and cover yeah. and a lot of like queer perspectives on things to talk about and i don't know just more i feel for me there's a lot of animistic things that i want to discuss mm-hmm. um and so there's i don't have this this campaign against the new ag mm-hmm. like and I'd say wicker in inverted commas because it's not initiatory wicker. It's just mm-hmm. the bits and pieces paganism, um, you know, which is absolutely completely fine if that's mm-hmm. your thing. Um, but for me, I want to, I don't know, get to the bones of it a bit more because a lot of people will pick up different bits and be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to use this rose for love because it's ruled by Venus. And you're like, okay, yeah, but who said it was ruled by Venus? And why did they say it was ruled by Venus? And like, mm. da da da. And then you like trace it back to Agrippa and all these other things. And you're like, okay, so then here's. 
500 years of, of magical theory that you're not specifically told about, but you use like the bits of mm-hmm. when it could be much more beneficial for your practice to have like, okay, here's the book that that comes from. And like, or like you know, as one example with, with Agrippa's three books of occult philosophy, but like all the different bits of like, I don't know, there's, there's a lot. That's why I wanted yeah. sort of to, to go through it. But yeah, there's, there's quite a few bits that I would like to talk about. Yeah. Um, and lots I want and, to hear from uh, you. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, feel free to contact us and for book recommendations mm. on magic, um, anything that we've talked about so far. Mm. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, and also just just let us know um, if there's anything you want to hear our views yeah, on. Yeah, definitely. Because mm. I'm sure we've both got thing, messages on Instagram from people being like, oh, what do you think about this? Or what's mm-hmm. your... Da, 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 and like, I, think I know, I know. I'm a lot more active on Instagram on my magical like private account. It's not private, but it's just um, I'm a lot more active there than on the podcast Instagram account. I'm trying to yeah. rectify that. Yeah, but, yeah. You know. I'll yeah, I need yeah. to post a bit more there too. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but we will. It's been crazy days. Oh, that's my worst thing to like. Oh, these crazy times, oh. or these unprecedented times. It's like, yes, it's shit. Like, it's, it's, blah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Thanks pa- for tuning in. Sucks. <laughs> and uh, we still got to be careful about it. Yeah, 100%. So stay safe. Stay sensible. Clean your mask. And clean your hands. Clean your hands. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>